0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic edition of I Can't Believe It's Not Butter, otherwise known as the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and
1: co-host, Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? Dominic, I am good. Got my McDonald's coffee here. This is not an endorsement. It's just personally my favorite coffee. How are you doing? I am doing well. A um, little TMI about the uh, coffee, but... Um, <laughs> People need to know these things. <laughs> so who is our guest today? Yeah, That is a good question.
0: Our guest today is Karina Burton from Phoenix, Arizona. She is the uh, founder or co-founder of CPR Construction Cleaning. Um, so looking forward to a really fantastic conversation with her. Let's get into it. Awesome. Let's uh, bring her on.
1: So Karina, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona, welcome to the show today.
2: Thank you. I appreciate, um, you know, having the opportunity to talk to both of
1: you. Well, let's get into it. We want to get to know you a little bit. And I think maybe the best way to start is uh, you are a business owner of multiple businesses and uh, we are also entrepreneurs as well. So we, we relate to your story. What attracted you to entrepreneurship? What was that journey for you?
2: I'm actually frequently asked this question and it's not really like a straight answer of that. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur from when I was a kid. It was really just series of events. My dad and, um, my grandpa, my uncles, they're all entrepreneurs. So it was a very like normal thing for me to see people start a business, run a business, survive, you know, through owning businesses, um, more so than seeing someone obviously, you know, working at a, you know, a nine to five job. That's just what was around me. But, you know, I don't, I don't think that I ever really thought, um, you know, was from a young age thinking I want to own my own business and be my own boss. It was really more of um, when I was younger, I was a really big dreamer and I wanted to do something big. I wanted to do something good. And I didn't really know what that meant. And then, you know, through the evolution of my life and certain circumstances, I really got to kind of have a taste of what life was like working for someone. And then also kind of getting little tidbits of what life was like, um, being an entrepreneur. So, that's what really kind of catapulted. And as I started working for other people, I started to realize that, I mean, at least with the people that I worked with, majority of the companies didn't necessarily always align with um, my ideals or my goals or really fully understood. Like when you create a business, it's so much more than a service. It's you have the ability to utilize your business as a vehicle to um, better your community and then that's how you really differentiate yourself as a business owner and as a service provider. And you can even do that with products as well. So it doesn't have to just be a service. And so, you know, I just knew that the only way I could really impact my community and really challenge myself as an, as an individual was, you know, becoming an entrepreneur. So You know, it it really evolutionized um, over time of wanting to become an entrepreneur. Um, But probably over the last 10 years, it was becoming more and more apparent that not only did I want to, but I knew I had the skill set of being able to take a new business and to see, you know, to have this skill set to grow it um, by myself. So, you know, I'm like, wow. not to be rude or anything, but like, why am I doing this for other people? I should be able to do this for myself and grow my own business and also have the core core values that I believe in and having that, um, foundation that I want my business to grow in. So, you know, that's really where becoming an entrepreneur and my journey, um, kind of evolutionized over time.
0: Uh, and th- thank you for sharing that, Karina. And, you know, and, um, I know you, you and I have um, been connected on LinkedIn for a while. And I always appreciate your very authentic, very real uh, uh, content. And one of the concepts which I know you've been talking about quite a bit is the power of authentic storytelling and how that's helped really uh, fuel the growth of of, of your company. Um, I'm curious if you could maybe share um, why you see that as being such a powerful uh, mechanism and vehicle for growing yeah, a company. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, When I first started in sales, I started working for a, um, a high-end jewelry company and it's actually a very well-known, um, company called Swarovski. You know, they have a lot of people will think, Oh, um, the, uh, oh my gosh, here I am forgetting the name. Binoculars, right? you think of this um, oh. <laughs> binoculars yep. through Tsrovsky, but you know they they also sell jewelry and they're crystals, and so when I started working for their company, i don 't know if they do this now because this is obviously you know ten years ago, but they were really heavily like pushing these modules and having people understand you know what it takes to um, change someone from being a looker into a buyer. And it was really about storytelling and really helping people to see themselves with one of their items, right? Like this is, you know, let me kind of have you see this picture. And so that's kind of where in my mind, it planted the seed of storytelling and, and really in a very authentic way, it's not at all like in a salesy way where, you know, let me just kind of tell you some story so that, you know, you can then buy it. Let me tell you how, you know, wonderful it is. It's really finding something about that person to gravitate Um, towards that item on an emotional level. And when I started in business development, um, really going down my career path, I, I really did approach my industry as kind of salesy. I was just like, you know, coming in, sharing about, you know, restoration services. We do fire, flood, mold, asbestos, everything. And, you know, I wanted to be very informational and, um, you know, I was just like all the other 20 restoration companies that would come in and do the sales pitch to the clients. And I started to realize that, um, you know, there was something to what I had learned uh, previously. Right. I was like, there has to be an energy exchange, a genuine energy exchange between two people so that um, there builds a relationship of, and it has to be a relationship of trust and confidence and that they believe that I have their back right especially in these kind of situations when it's restoration it's very high and tense of like distress and frustration and you know really when it comes to like flooding and the, you know what type of situations if it's flooding right like if there's, a toilet flooding and it floods, you know, feces, like that's a big deal. And people freak out and you have to be able to have these people, you know, your clients know that if they call you at two o'clock in the morning, that you're going to be able to respond and you're going to be efficient and you are going to take care of the issue because they have tenants coming in that next day. And so, you know, when I started to do this, um, storytelling, I would go into people's offices and really absorb the surrounding around me, you know, see what is it on their walls that they have? Do they have um, Chicago Cubs, uh, you know, memorabilia on the wall? Do they have kid pictures of their family on, on their desk? And, you know, what are the things that they are drawn to? Like, you know, snacks or it literally could be anything. And I really would want to get to know that client. And I took the effort to have this really genuine, authentic energy exchange before I even sold anything, right? Like they already knew I was there for a reason. I kind of briefly would introduce myself. And that's when I started to realize, well, I saw, right. You, you see the success because what happens, I'm getting call after call after call. Like I'm the number one person that people are calling for restoration services. Um, so I, I I knew that I had kind of hit into this, um, this really unique way of marketing because, you know, when you're in this industry, that you're going to be also surrounded by other people who are providing the same type of um, service. But then also, you know, there's a lot of people that you're going to be around the same circle who do business development, and you'll see, you know, their style of selling, or you know their their style of marketing, and. I realized that I was doing something that was really actually very unique and, and different amongst other people. So, you know, as I was doing that like building this this skill set, I really didn't even really notice or or you know, it was kind of like this um a natural thing that I was doing. And um obviously through progression I started to grow and started to recognize that this was really a very strong skill set and I wanted to be able to um, you know utilize it in my business. And when you have authentic storytelling and then you have a um, foundation that is um, a business of authenticity, transparency and really strong ethic core values and work ethics and you know all these things you're just like it's it's really a recipe for success in any business um, that you, that you're, you know, wanting to get into. So, um, so the interesting part about that is that you probably, I mean, you say you see that all my posts on LinkedIn, right. I I'm very like, um, storytelling throughout that, but really that wasn't my background. When I first started, I, you know, was doing B2B very much face to face. And when I started my business, um, I was still working full-time at a company and doing CPR construction cleaning on this side. And when, um, you know, three months later it's, you know, 2020 and we my business partner and I were like, okay, let's, let's go into this full-time. This is, you know, January of 2020, two months later, we're hit with the pandemic. And I'm thinking, okay, well, how am I going to share authentically who I am, who my company is and create this presence online so that my company doesn't fail during a pandemic. And then that's when I was able to translate that through social media. And, um, I'm very grateful that I ended up being very successful and, um, you know, you start to realize that more people have that hunger for authenticity instead of seeing, you know, the glitz and the glamour of everything. They want to see people who have worked their ass off basically, and have that success story, right? It's kind of like that, like rags to riches, like people really want to see people who have suffered and struggled. And then to see that there is always hope there's always going to be you know, there is a success if you literally keep after it every single day. Um, eventually, you know, things will work out, um, and you will be successful.
1: I lo- love that wisdom. Absolutely, love this. So, Karina, you are, are doing such a great job of sharing your story, and yet you continue to help uh, companies share theirs. Right? <clears throat> that authentic, um, authentic storytelling. I would imagine that a big part of that is explaining their why, um, do you help them find their why as kind of the initial step in your process? And and if so, uh, how do you take them through that to discover their, their, the reason for being in business and the value that they offer?
2: So definitely that is like in my coaching programs that I offer, um, my clients is like I had mentioned When you have a foundation that's already sturdy, right? You're not just thinking about the service. You have to think uh, before that, which is your why. When you create this foundation, you can utilize it and put it into any business. It's kind of just that like foundation that you need so that it is a foundation that's made of rock versus when you just have a foundation of your service, when you get hit with trials and difficulties and struggles or competition, the business that's built on the sand is going to just wash away throughout those storms. And the businesses that are built on a sure foundation are going to be able to withstand all of these, you know, hardships and difficulties. So, you know, really understanding like, why are you creating this service? What is your what is the problem in the industry that you're trying to get into? And what is your solution? What's going to make you unique? Because we live in a world where it's very hard to um, create something brand new that hasn't been already invented, right? But what we can do is take something that's already in society, something that's already been invented and reinvent it. It's, you know, it's just... It's not just reinventing the wheel, it's taking your own perspective and creating it off of that. So, you know, the first things I always tell my clients is not only, you know, why are you doing this, but also what are the issues in that particular industry that you're in? And let's talk about how your business is going to be a solution base for these issues right? Because you're coming in saying, I'm more than just a service. I'm more than just a product. I'm here to create solutions for the problems that you're seeing and the problems that you're experiencing. And, you know, for CPR construction cleaning, that is really, that's exactly what we do. And that's exactly what I always did with every other business that I've ever worked for, whether it was restoration, janitorial, um, carpet cleaning, I always found the problems and then I became that niche, right? So there's other competitors, but you've got to find the solution so that you can say, well, I know that there, these things are a struggle in the industry. Let me be that solution for you. Um, so really understanding those core concepts is really like going to be the beginning portions of, of my, um, my coaching programs with, with discovering your why and then creating that foundation on your business. So that, like I said, when your business will face struggle, whether it's competition, people coming in, taking your idea and, and, you know, revamping it to their concept, right? But you always want to be one step ahead and how are you going to do that? How are you going to be different? So making sure that your foundation is strong is going to be the most important be- before your service itself or product.
0: <laughs> Karina, yeah, that, that's amazing. We, we, um, we really appreciate your amazing positive energy, inspiration and illuminating wisdom um, for our viewers and listeners who want to get a hold of you. What, what's the best way for them to, to reach out?
2: So, You can find me on so many social media platforms. I feel like every day, not every day, but more often than not that I'm like, I have another platform, but you know, you can find me on LinkedIn, um, very generic Karina Burton, as well as Instagram, um, Karina Burton. I do have a website that has, um, a lot of the information that, you know, if people are wanting to know more about my coaching programs, if they want to be a part of my newsletters to kind of have that understanding of understanding why it's important to understand your why, um, what it means to authentic storytell, you know, sign up for my newsletters and, check out my website. You can also, you know, I have a podcast that's coming up called The Authentic Entrepreneur. And then you can also find my videos and any of my podcasts that I've been on, on YouTube as well. So lots of places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Karina, thank you again so much for uh, like I say taking time on your busy day to yeah, join Trish and I and to to share your your story and insights with our
1: viewers and listeners. We really really appreciate it. Well,
2: thank it. you. I appreciate it as well.
1: Awesome. And congratulations on your new podcast. Looking forward thank to yes. Seeing that Thank you. Yes. I'm that.
2: excited. I'm very very excited. You know, you guys are very influential. Everyone who's starting their podcasts and you know, it's it's a really great opportunity to have a um a place for people to come and and learn from. So, great job, you guys. I I see Dom. I see Dominic all the time. So, I love it.
0: <laughs> well, if you if you need any gifts, of course.
2: So we'll, oh my we'll gosh, gosh. Yeah,
0: for sure. I, <laughs>
2: it's great because I want to feature people who are you know really in the industries of you know. Um, being an entrepreneur, right? And and it's really the nitty-gritty. Like I don't want to like like if you have yachts and jet planes and all that, that's awesome and great, but I want to know like how do you get there? We do.
1: We have lots of that stuff, but we just don't put it on social <laughs> but media. But
2: I want I want to know how did you get there? Like tell me because I want to, you know, have everyone learn how they can get there right because everyone has the abilities it's just about the mindset and then and then implementing your mindset into action
1: that's awesome okay, one, one day you can be drinking mcdonald's coffee just like me if you <laughs> work yeah, hard
2: mcdonald's coffee i'm more of a chai i'm a chai drinker yeah Fair.
1: <laughs> well we, we we look forward
0: to the launch of your podcast and we always look forward to supporting you and that's, like i said thank you again so thank much thank you i appreciate you both today. Thank awesome. you, Karina. Thank, thank you so much. And Christian and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode.
1: Well, that was a really fantastic, uh, high energy conversation, Christian. What were what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway was when she was talking about your business foundation and story, authentic storytelling. Just kind of the analogy of building your business on a rock versus sand. Not just being product based, but actually solving real problems and being in touch with your why. What about yourself? Um, I think that's a
0: great takeaway. I yeah, Like you, I, I really like what she was talking about, the power of authentic storytelling. You know, We definitely live in an age where that can really help uh, fuel uh, company growth. So if you're a business owner, definitely take a look at what Karina was saying there in terms of hoping to unlock next level growth for your organization. Um, but as always, we wanted to make sure that we um, thank uh, obviously our guest, Karina, but also our loyal listeners and viewers for joining us again this week on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Uh, please do make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on our YouTube uh, channel as well, the Cybersecurity Matters uh, Podcast. Uh, if you feel so inclined, please do leave a review. Um, positive, negative, doesn't really matter if you like what we're wearing or not wearing. Um, we just want your attention. We just want your attention. You know, we're attention seekers, hardcore. But uh, thank you again, as always, for for joining us this week. Uh, be well, be safe, and we look forward to uh, entertaining you again, once again, on the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast.